All right, welcome back to Evangelion Fellowship. So we're doing a follow a podcast with our brother Vaughn. So Vaughn, would you like to start off with a prayer? Uh, yes, sir. All right. Dear Lord, as we come into your presence this evening, uh, as I always do when we have our quiet times and we talk, and and I pray to you. Um, obviously, you always know. Uh, what's going on, uh, because it's all a part of your plan. Um, and I just thank you for uh, this opportunity to be able to uh, correct my wrongs. Um, th- there's never a moment that um, that I continue to have breath in this life um, that based on everything that you've shown me uh, since seeking relationship with you, there's never a moment where I'm not thankful and I'm not in awe of the way you work. And this is definitely an example of that for me, Um, even in a situation where, um, you know, you're just kind of talking about your life and things that have happened in it. um, It's very easy uh, for even the message, if you're not focused on, you know, what it is that you're called to do, that there, there will be times where the message will be misconstrued and it will be misunderstood. And we know that you are not a God of confusion. And so in this moment, I just thank you for an opportunity to be able to correct uh, some things um, and get some clarification to those who hear you because you never know who will hear uh, this message and how it will impact their life um, in a powerful way. And it could be the difference between someone choosing to seek relationship with you and someone continuing to live in their sin. So um, I just thank you for this opportunity, Lord, uh, in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. All right. The floor is yours, Vaughn. All right. So um, that was actually just to kind of give you uh, a little bit of a rundown on how this went. Um, naturally, my, my pastor, he he had an opportunity to listen to the podcast and my pastor, you know, like I talked about before, he's like my brother, <laughs> you know, he's like, me and him are very close and he knows um, my journey. Um, he's been, he's been there uh, to watch my growth to the level that I've grown thus far. Um, obviously he was a huge integral part of it. Um, God brought him into my life um, and his obedience uh, to the body of Christ is the reason why I'm even able to uh, give the testimony that I'm giving. Um, one of the things that I've always been able to not only be appreciative of, but, you know, come to expect from my brother is he's going to hold me accountable, uh, regardless of what the situation is, um, because because he understands the importance of not misrepresenting God, which is something we talked about on the last podcast is there's way too many Um, there's way too many examples of what not to do. (laughs) There's way too many people out here um, faking the funk as far as Christianity is concerned, you know, claiming to be Christians, but their lives don't reflect that. And the one thing that we always talk about is, you know, we, as believers, we, we operate in the space of truth, Um, good, bad, or indifferent, you know, that's just what it is because that's what God requires of us. You know, he wants us, uh, to just be honest with ourselves and with him about who we are. Um, so because that's the only way we're going to be able to completely open ourselves fully to the goodness of him. And he's going to be able to work in us uh, both to will and to do his good pleasure. So in this moment, I just wanted to take an opportunity based on 
some of the things, some of the details, very important details of my testimony that I did not cover in the first podcast. So uh, as we talked about before, you know, my marriage and, you know, the way I kind of went into my marriage was really just uh, with the same, with the same mindset that I kind of lived my life, which was seeking acceptance. And obviously before my, my wife and I got married, I was unfaithful to her, um, which I actually talked about in the first podcast as well. But um, throughout our, the turmoil that we were going through in our marriage, uh, the, a, a lot of the reasoning for that was because, like I said before, I, I, I didn't learn my lesson the first time <laughs> when, when I was uh, faithful to her when we were just dating. We were in a committed relationship before getting married. Um, I continued that activity into my marriage. I, I was um, unfaithful to her many times um, during our marriage. So there was never an opportunity for one, for any type of healing as far as the two of us are concerned, because I kept making the same choices. I, I won't say mistakes because we have a bad habit of doing that. <laughs> you know, a mistake is when you, oh, you slipped and fell, you know, no, that's not what happened. I, I willingly chose to make the choices that I made, I chose to step outside of my marriage. Um, so much so uh, that one of the young ladies who I kind of touched on a little bit the first time, but didn't really go too much in detail. Uh, one of the young ladies that I'd actually met, um, I had been off and on with her throughout my entire marriage. So much to the point where I felt like being in my marriage was cheating on her. <laughs> so yeah, that, that just to, I mean, and I, I, I bring that up because, I mean, that's that's important for you to understand just how deep in sin I really was. You know, it, I had I deluded myself into believing that somehow the, the woman who I vowed uh, to love and to honor and to cherish, I was stepping outside of my marriage with her and my flesh was so fortified with this other woman that I had convinced myself that I was, I needed to get away from my marriage to be with her. And anytime I was with my wife, I was cheating on her. Like that's how I know as ridiculous as that sounds, you're absolutely right. <laughs> it is ridiculous. And, you know, it, it got so much to the point where when I was officially divorced, I moved in with her. Like, I, I mean, we just, we just went full bore, like, okay, now I'm divorced you know, like, and, and there's delusion in that as well. It's like, okay, so you think that now because you're divorced and you're not officially married, that it makes it okay that you did everything that you did to get to this point, <laughs> you know, and we, and we trick ourselves, yeah. you know, and we allow the flesh to control um, how we operate so much that that sounds like a good idea. So naturally in my headspace, you know, again, talking about how I had gotten to the point where I didn't even believe God was real. You know, so this just seemed like the, the next logical step. And, you know, when I talked about the, the day that my ex-wife and my girlfriend actually met up, the reason why that went so badly was because basically everything came out at that point. I was never fully uh, even close to being 100 percent honest with her, uh, her being my wife. Um, as far as what, what that situation was, you know, how I had ba basically been dating her before I had even gotten divorced, like that off and on for years, you know, and all of that basically came out. So, you know, that's, that's how you go from thinking it's going to be a short 
meeting at a restaurant to it being six hours because they had yeah. a lot to talk about. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they had a lot to talk about. So, I mean, it even brings to light more so my thought process, like I told you guys the last time, um, I had convinced myself that still, even in that moment, as all of my dirt was basically just being put out on display, even in that moment, I still wouldn't take accountability, you know, for what, for why it got to where it was, you know, why things were the way they were, why these two women were so upset with me, you know, and now I'm homeless. And even still, it's not my fault, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and, and, and the reason why, you know, I'm th- 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 this this follow up is there's so many layers to it, you know, because it speaks to not just what it means to have true relationship, but it speaks to God really putting people in your life that he knows that you need to keep you in line when you're when you're going off. Now, granted, when we were when he had, we had our first podcast, it was my first one, and I didn't really know how the format was, so I just talked. <laughs> you know, I kind of just went went with it and just let it kind of flow naturally. I didn't want to force anything. But um, what my brother pointed out for me is like you you have to understand if you, just imagine if you met me for the first time. You know, and he didn't say this, I'm paraphrasing, but, you know, if I had met him for the first time and his words all sounded good, but his his life, the life that he led didn't match the words that he was that he was using. That could have been the difference with me, you know, not even being here to give this testimony because I would have looked at him like I look at everybody else out here playing church. You know, he, he's not he's not his walk. His, his, his testimony doesn't match his walk. You know, he's not living what he's talking about. You know, he's not being obedient. He's not being faithful. He's just like everybody else. But he wasn't like everybody else. You know, he understood not just as a believer, but as a man, you know, how many distractions, how many different ways that the flesh can just completely take over if we let it. You know, it's important that when you understand, when you finally get the truth, that you hold to that truth. You know, yeah. that that truth becomes how you eat, sleep, breathe, talk, you're like everything. Like you have to make sure that God is completely immersed in everything that you do. You know, the, you have to look at the same way you look at anyone else. You know, if they feel like if you feel like someone's coming to you and they're trying to help you or they're saying that they want to help you, you have to understand what the motive is behind yeah. that. And if the motive behind it is not glorification of God. And and uh, following through on the Great Commission, then then there's only one other option. <laughs> you know, like it, it, it's really that simple. You know, if it's not yeah. from God, there's no in between. You know, like you have to understand that. And the more you know, the more you learn, and the more you grow, and you continue to hold to that. Honestly, it becomes easier <laughs> because you're not in control anymore. The flesh is continually being beat down and yeah. the Holy Spirit is working in those areas where you've killed the flesh. And that's how you have to look at it. So um, it's important to be accurate when delivering the word of God. And, you know, for my testimony, those were big things. I mean, those are things that he knows very well because we've talked about it in very, very big detail, you know, so it was important um, in this moment for me to to follow up with that, you know, and it, it, the interesting part about it was when he, you know, when he told me, 
you know, he kind of just was like, hey, I listened to it. I kind of want to, you know, go over a couple of things with you that I thought were, you know, that that wasn't, you know, it wasn't okay. Like, it's important that you you talk about these things, mm-hmm. you know, whether it was intentional or not, that's not the point, <laughs> you know, because you don't know who's going to hear this stuff. And it's important that God's word is delivered accurately. People need to accurately know how deep in sin I was and how far the Holy Spirit has taken me. You know, they have to know that because that's going to be important um, for them in the choice that they make, you know, in regards to seeking relationship with God. Um, also, you know, I spoke a little bit about the uh, the pneumonia when I was down for about a month. And, you know, I talked about the decisions that I was making uh, as far as my health was concerned, the things I was eating, what I was consuming as far as beverages and things like that. And, you know, I, just to kind of go like deeper into it. I mean, we're talking, you know, I, I went to McDonald's, <laughs> like which is probably like, you, you know, you say McDonald's and people who don't know will be like, hey, what's wrong with McDonald's? But people who know are like, whoa <laughs> like, like really you my, my my pastor he's he's a he's a workout warrior <laughs> like i tell you, his biceps he looks like he could be a, a football player actually he did play football he could have been a professional football player but he works out he's big on you know the keys of health the five keys of spiritual health he talks about the you know your vitamin game you know working out staying you know staying in that mode where you're understanding that it's important because this is not, this body is not your own. <laughs> like, you know, yeah. you're, this was given to you and you need to take care of it and you can't take care of it by getting an egg McMuffin from McDonald's. Like that's not going to take care of it at all. So, you know, understanding that and still, you know, getting in my, you know, you get in your own head, man, and you start convincing yourself that like, Oh, you know, if I just get one, it's not going to make that big of a difference. And then, coronavirus happens and people that are getting affected the most are the ones with underlying conditions, underlying conditions like high blood pressure, like high cholesterol, like heart disease, like different things like that. And then I get pneumonia, which I've never had before. And it's almost a situation where I immediately am thinking, yep, this is all on me. (laughs) This is all on me. The V8 splash, the, you know, like you think, oh, the V8 splash, like it's V8, right? Like, no, <laughs> no, it's one of the worst choices you can make as far as a beverage is concerned. You know, not being on my water game, not taking my vitamins every day the way I should, not being on my supplements, not getting, you know, the workouts in. Like I knew why I was in that moment. I knew, and you know, my, my pastor always talks about mastering emotions by the truth. You know, that's why Galatians 5, 22, 23, like I was telling you the other day, it's like it's one of my favorites because it it lines up. Like if you're not, if what you're doing doesn't go with these spiritual fruit, then you know, you know where you messed up. It, it, you don't have to go that far back in the blueprint to figure <laughs> out, you know, what went wrong. You know yeah. what went wrong. And you just have to be honest with yourself at that moment. Now, I very well could have died. Mm. I very well could have died. You know, I could have left behind a 10 year old daughter, you know, my responsibilities as a man, you know, because I made the choice to not eat right, to not drink the right things, to not put the right things in my body and take care of myself properly. When I had the knowledge, when the Holy Spirit used my brother to give me that knowledge that I had never gotten before and for me to still make the choice to not do what I needed to do. If I had died in that moment, 
then then, then that's just would have been what it was, you know, and there would have been no one I could blame but myself because I knew better. So, you know, in, in, in that moment, there's a learning experience, but unfortunately, you know, the way our, the way our world works or where the world works is, oh, well, you know, let me just get some, you know, get some medicine to try to help, (laughs) you know, try to help me through this. So let me, you know, let, let me try to figure out some quick fix way and, you know, we always kind of put ourselves in that position where we swear we're not going to eat these things anymore. And we swear we're not going to do this. And, you know, but it but at the end of the day, that's not really the root of the problem. You're still not being honest with yourself about why you were in the position that you were in. Yeah. And, you know, for me, I woke, you know, I woke up, got God saw fit for me to continue to breathe, to breathe life into me, you know, and I'm still here, fortunately. Um, And I'm thankful to him for that. But there's a lesson that had to be learned in each one of these examples that I'm giving as far as what happened to me in my life. There was a lesson that needed to be learned. And once you know the truth and then you still choose to go against it, then there's no one to blame but yourself. You know, there's no one to blame but yourself. And I think a lot of people that are going to hear this, you know, they're right now they're convincing themselves that they're okay. You know, because they may not necessarily be going through something at the moment. You know, for me, you know, I'm not going through anything right now because I'm not sick right now. But just as easily as I fell off and ended up with pneumonia and almost died, I could very easily, if I decide not to allow the Holy Spirit to continue to use me and understand that when it says that we are to deny self, pick up our cross daily and follow him. That's what it means. It's worded that way purposely because the flesh is going to, the flesh is going to keep coming. <laughs> like it just is. It's not like, okay, I'll be down the flesh yesterday. So I'm good. Like, no, he's, he's going to come back. He's probably going to try to come back again later that day. <laughs> like, you know, that that's what, that's what the, with the, what the devil does. That's what the enemy does. He's going to constantly try to come at you because this is war, you know, and he's, you know, and he understands the interesting part is he understands, he knows that he doesn't win. But he's going to keep coming <laughs> like if he's yeah. not going to stop. He's going to try to it's misery loves company. It's the perfect example of that. He's going to try to get as many people as he can to go down with him. Take that mark. The, yeah. Continue to, to to listen to the flesh. Keep doing what you want to do. And, you know, it's all right. He's he's being too hard on you. He won't mind if you do this this one time. You know, and it sounds familiar, right? Kind of sounds like what happened with Adam and Eve, <laughs> like, you know, and, and that choice affected us for the rest of our lives. Like, you know, yeah. it, you know, it's the reason why women have cycles. It's, it's like it's, it's just it is what it is, you know, and we have to be honest with ourselves daily about that fact, because if we don't, we're always going to leave that door, that, that, that door that we talked about the other day, the window. We're going to always leave that open for the flesh to continue to do what he does because he's not going to stop. So the importance of relationship with God is it's paramount that you're completely and totally honest. You live in a space of truth. Just be, be real with him about what you are, you know, and if you truly want to change, then you got to be real with him because he already knows. It's not like you're hiding anything from him. <laughs> you know, that, that's the interesting part about it, especially when you get to knowing that when you, when you get the truth, when you receive the truth, you're like, okay, who am I really hiding from? Like, so my parent comes home and I have video 
they have video cameras all over the house. They know that I broke the, their favorite vase in the living room. They know that I was playing ball in the house. Like they yeah. know all of these things. So when they come home and they're looking at you like, okay, so what's the deal? <laughs> and you're like, I don't know what happened. Like, you, you know, like, what you mean? You don't know what happened. Yes, you do. And so does he. So why are you going to not be real with him? Yeah. When he's just, he, everything he's doing is to try to help you. So anytime you feel like you're, you're in a position where, you know, you're listening, say you're listening to these podcasts and you feeling some conviction, you know, understand that that's what it is that you're feeling. You know, if you feel like, oh, well, he's just, you know, he doesn't understand what I'm going through. You know, he doesn't understand how hard it is, you know, to just, you know, I love this life. I love this life. And, you know, the thank God for the post uh, that you put on your page today when it was talking about that little red part of the rope and that being, you know, that short period of time that you're here on this earth and the rest of it is eternity and people focus more on that red part. (laughs) They focus more on that. And I was like, wow, that's so profound. Like it's a perfect way of putting it. You know, we have this short time on earth, and the flesh tells us, like, you only live once. So just, you know, like, let's get it going while we're here. No, and you completely ignore, well, what, what about eternity, though? Well, I'll yeah. worry about that when, when, you know, when the time comes. How do you know when the time comes? Like, how do you know? That sounds ridiculous. <laughs> like, it sounds yeah. ridiculous when you say it out loud. And that's basically a broken down, simplistic view of what it means to seek relationship with God or to continue to live in sin. And the reason why this follow-up was so important as far as my walk is you have to understand that if I see my family or I see people that I know that I know don't know Christ and I see them walking off a cliff, my job as someone who claims to be a believer is to help like, no, like don't go. That's a cliff. You're about to walk off a cliff. Don't do that. You know? And if I just sit back and go, Oh, well, you know, they'll, I'm sure they'll see the cliff and turn around, (laughs) you know, (laughs) I see the cliff. They clearly don't see it yet, but I'm sure before they walk off of it, they'll see it. God tells us that is not, you, you are not a believer. Like, because at that point you don't have faith in me that I can make the same change in their life that I made in yours. Mm -hmm. And if I leave out information and, and key points of my testimony, like the fact that I was still being unfaithful to my wife throughout my entire marriage, like the fact that I wasn't eating the right things or drinking the right things. And I got sick, even with knowing the truth, like those, those parts are too important. And it all just kind of comes back to the people that God puts in your life. When you're receptive to him, you will know at that point that you can, your, your emotions can be mastered. Like, because if I was in my own head, if he would have came to me, I'd have been like, well, I thought it was fine. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, why, why are you giving me a hard time about it? It was my first podcast. Like, why, you know, why are you coming down on me about this? You know, but that's the fleshy way of looking at things. Yeah. But I also have to understand the the Holy Spirit in him and anything that from the time I met this man, he's he's been consistent with his walk with Christ. He's a pastor. I mean, he's the first real pastor I've met in my entire life. And I came across a lot of quote unquote pastors, you know, growing up the way I grew up. He's the first true pastor in the sense of what God meant 
for it to for for a teacher to teach a congregation to tell people about God. He is the first pastor that I've truly met. So why am I going to take anything that he gives me and say, oh, well, you know, he's he's just being a jerk right now. Like, no, he's not being a jerk. You need to understand the importance of your testimony and the things that were going on in your life and what God brought you through, what he continues to bring you through. Those things are important because they were important for you. They were important for you. So, you know, like I said, there's a lot of different layers to this. <laughs> it was a lot of different layers to this. And I wanted, I, and it was a situation at first where it was like, okay, well, do we just do the whole thing over again? And I thought to myself, you know, okay, I got to pray on this. And no, no, we don't do the whole thing over again. You leave that part on. And then when they hear this, they understand the importance and the power of the Holy Spirit. Mm. And how he he's always going to, if you continue to allow him to work within you, then he's always going to put you in position to get back on track yep. and get it right. <laughs> you know, but you have to be able to understand in that moment what's happening. Understand that your brother's coming to you and he's saying, look, these these key parts that you didn't talk about are way too important. They're way too important. People need to need to hear that. And it's not fair for you to not say those things, you know, whether you did it on purpose or not. That's not even the point. We're trying to save lives out here. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Folks, yeah. is just, they're completely in their own heads. They're completely controlled by the flesh. You know, everything, even in regards to social media. You know, everything is a selfie and it's, you know, it's taking pictures and, oh, look at my life and, oh, I'm so happy and, you know, yeah. body positive And, you know, it's just like, come on, <laughs> like, you know, come on. Like you, we're supposed to be different. Exactly. We're supposed to, as believers, people are supposed to know who we are by the fruit that we bear. They're supposed to know who we are based on our walk because our walk is guided by the Holy Spirit. That's how they're able to determine that we are believers in Christ. And if yep. you leave and stuff out, you look like everybody else. <laughs> you look like everybody else. And you know better. <laughs> like, you know better. Of all people, you know better. So just get it right. You know, just get it right. And that's that's what I want this to be. This follow-up, I think, is even more powerful than, you know, the original details of my testimony. Of course, you know, I talked about a lot more stuff <laughs> on the first podcast. But this one is, it's... It's it's vitally important. It's vitally important because somebody's going to hear this part. And I pray, you know, I know how powerful our God is. And I pray that this is the difference in them seeking Christ, because, you know, you got to make a choice. That, that's that's where we are right now. It's time time off of playing games. If you're not trying to see Christ, if you're not trying to seek relationship, then you in the flesh and you know where you're going. I don't want you to go there. And the interesting part is God doesn't want you to go there. That's yeah. why that's why he makes opportunities like this to have, you know, Instagram pages where they're talking about the word of God, where, where you really don't see where, you know, thank God for the uh, the Evangelion uh, Fellowship, you know, a podcast, you know, different avenues where people can can really get real word. You know what I'm saying? You know, because yeah. there's a lot of feel good stuff out there. And it's like. If you're out here just trying to feel good, you're still working on the flesh. The flesh is still controlling you. You got to get out of that. You know, you got to get out of that. And hopefully 
my mine is a cautionary tale, <laughs> you know, that God gave me chance after chance after chance. He continued to show me grace, even if even when I didn't see it, he continued to show me grace. And we understand there's only a, a certain few that are chosen. And you have to you have to at least stop being, you know, stop being selfish. Stop making it all about you and understand that you aren't controlling any of it. You just you just aren't. So you might as well let the person who's got the plan take over, <laughs> because if you continue going the route you're going, there's only one spot you're going to end up for that eternity. You can keep living it up in this red area, but the rest of that eternal that eternal area, man, that's I, that's what it's about. You know, that's what us as believers, the Great Commission, that's really what it talks about is trying to help folks understand that that red part is not important. The important part is that eternal life yeah and you know i I just i thank you again i know i thanked you a lot but you know i I thank you for being spirit-led in regards to this because i understand this is a um you know this is a weekly podcast that you do i wasn't trying to do anything that gets you off your normal course or anything but obviously based on what we've discussed tonight uh, you you realize how important uh, it was for me to write uh, some of the wrongs that I had from that first podcast. So I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to yeah. do that. God is being glorified in this all that magic. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So that, that, that's all I got, man. That's all I got. Yeah. A, a brother was dirty. <laughs> a brother was dirty. That's the, if you want to name this, if you want to give this a specific name, you can call it the, the follow-up parentheses. A brother was dirty. <laughs> like a brother was dirty. So, okay. um, you know, I hope, I hope, and I pray uh, that, you know, God, God continues to be glorified with this ministry. And I hope that somebody hears this and, you know, it's that trigger. It's that light switch that goes off, man, because it's, it's, it's so important right now that everything that's going on in this world and people are just wanting to go back to their normal lives before, you know, before the lockdowns and before, and, and they just don't understand all of this it was written, you know, yeah. God is, his word is, is, was put here to prepare us for what is coming and we're just ignoring it. We're just ignoring it. So, you know, our testimonies are very important and I tell mine all the time, but you know, there's certain parts that might speak to some people that won't speak to others and vice versa. So I just wanted the entire story uh, to be told and to not be misrepresented. So, yeah. you know, thank you. Thank you for that. Thank you. All right. So, anything else? That's all I got, man. man. That's all I got. Praise God. All right. I'm going to end in prayer, and then we'll call that a day. All right. Heavenly Father, we come before you, and we thank you for every breath that we take, and that you've given us the honor and privilege to even come before you, to even thank say you. the name of Jesus Christ. Oh, God, you are worthy. You are holy, 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 yes, Lord sir. God Almighty, which was and is and is to come. So we thank you in that yes, even Lord. while we were yet sinners, Christ laid down yes. his life for us while we hated him. First John 4, 10 yes. says, Here in his love, not that we love God, but that he loved us and sent his son Amen. to be the propitiation, the wrath-absorbing sacrifice for our sins. So guide the hearers here to repentance and yes, faith Lord. in you and to examine their faith. And Holy Spirit, do your will. Work your way in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. All right. Thank you, brother. To love and serve the Lord. In Jesus Christ's name, amen. Amen. You have a good one, brother. You too. <laughs> All right. Bye-bye.